Welcome into the Thunder Basketball Universe. It's a special pod today because we have Shea Gilgis Alexander with us today. He's talking basketball, he's talking all-star, and we're playing a little game too, so you're going to want to hear it. It's the Thunder Basketball Universe. Welcome into the Thunder Basketball Universe. We're fresh off of the all-star break, and we have a super special guest who got to experience that firsthand. We've got Shay Gilgis-Alexander on the pod. Shay, welcome. We're so happy you're here. Thank you. We'll just start right there. We still have our normal pod crew. We've got Nick Gallo and producer Hendy, and the, the big thing on all of our minds is all-star, and we're curious about what we didn't get to see, and we saw some special faces from Chicago, some Chicago natives, and one of which was Barack Obama, who, did you meet him while yeah. you were there? Um, got to talk to him a little bit during like a charity event. Um, he was super cool, super down to earth. Um, it seemed really genuine, so that was cool. Were you a little starstruck by, you know, just the amount of people from Chicago, like Barack Obama or even Chance the Rapper, who were all there? Yeah, um, I kind of expected it, though. All-Star Weekend, everyone that plays at a high level is there, and there's so many basketball fans that are, you know I mean, rappers or, or big in this world, I expected it. The whole weekend, you're flying around the city all over the place. Is it difficult to even remember, okay, where am I going next? What am I supposed to be doing here? What what, what event am I at? Yeah, um, I had people telling me where to go next all weekend. Um, and without them, I would have been lost. Um, but yeah, it was fun. A little bit tiring, but all in all, it was fun. You had a lot to do. I mean, one thing that sticks out in my head was the, the 2K event that you had. I mean, what what scope of events outside of, obviously, the Skills Challenge and the Rising Stars game were you a part of? I did a couple. I did two 2K events. Um, I competed in one, like a little four-man tournament. I lost. How'd that go? Oh, yeah, I lost. No. about 2K. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then someone from Canada had won something, and they got to play against me in 2K. Yeah, I won that one. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to represent for Canada. Um, but yeah, and then I did a, a couple of meet and greets uh, throughout the, the couple of days. Um, and then that was pretty much it. So you were ripping and running all over the place. But one thing you had in common among all of them was the drip. Okay. And one thing we see in all of your Instagram pictures is don't mind my drip. Where did that come from? Um... Uh, honestly, it's just something that I, I came up with randomly, um, and then it just caught on a little bit, and people started liking it, started using it, so I just I've kept it going. Was it nice for you to, you know, get your outfits out there, you know, get your sneakers featured a little bit? Yeah, it was fun. Um, I knew there'd be a lot of cameras all-star uh-huh. weekend, it usually is, so I had a, a little something planned. What's that like in the locker room of, like, the Rising Stars game or whatever? I know with the Thunder, when guys walk in and they're wearing something like everybody kind of pays attention, makes a comment or whatever. What was that like when it's with guys that you're not maybe around every day? It's a little bit different because you got to kind of keep your opinion a little bit more to yourself if you're not as close with them. Um, But for me personally, I didn't care who liked it or didn't like it. I'm going to wear what I want to wear. But yeah, it was cool. Guys were, I knew a lot of the guys because there were so many Canadians and stuff like that, so many guys that I've played with. Um, It was cool and it was fun. Do you and Nikhil get competitive about that at all? Uh, nah, not at all. Do you guys have similar styles? I feel like you guys kind of air towards the same things. Yeah, we have a similar body type and things like that. So naturally we just wear, and we're kind of the same size and everything, shoe size, clothing. Mm-hmm. So. so we have a little game that we think you'll enjoy playing. It's called 
you can Shay that again, okay? And basically, it we've compiled a list of some of the most memorable post-game quotes from some of your teammates. And we want to see if you can guess who said, it? who said what. That'll be fun. I think you got this, but some of these are <laughs> a little interesting. All right, the first one. We had to change the name because he actually said his name okay. in this, but he was talking about you in this quote, okay? Uh -huh. It's nice to see him play like that. I always tell him that when he plays like this, he looks just like a young me. So Cr he did. Chris, Chris, a thousand percent. Final answer? Yeah. No? Nope. Dennis. Nope. Damn. Bobby. <laughs> uh -uh. I was on my team? Yeah. Ferg? Nope. Lou? <laughs> Yo. A young Lou. <laughs> Danilo. Oh. <laughs> it was the first time you scored 32 points. Oh. <laughs> so he looks just like a one. young Gallo. I should have done that one. Dang. <laughs> That's all right. Over okay. one. You got time. So here's the next one. This ain't nothing new. I always thought I was a point guard in my head. I want to even get more sauce on it, throwing some alley-oops. New Orleans? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. nice. Nailed it. Yeah. Have, have, you've seen him, though. He's made some really nice passes this year. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got some, some ball handling at that 6'11 yeah, size. Could, he could pass a little bit, um, especially for his size. He's throwing some good like backdoor passes and stuff like that. Uh, and I knew it was New because I, I think I remember him throwing an alley-oop. And it stood out a lot. I didn't see that. What's the key on those back cuts for you when, a, like when Steven or Nerlens has got the ball there and, and you're trying to pick out that space? Um, with my size, it's easier just to throw it ahead or throw it over top or towards the rim because a lot of guys guarding me are smaller than me. Um, so just for them to get it ahead and then me just to create an angle that's easier for them to pass it. Do you feel like he knows where you're coming from as since he feels like he was a point guard at heart that he kind of helps you a little bit when you're throwing alley-oops to him? Um, yeah, uh, he kind of knows what, you know, I mean, what we're thinking, what the defense is doing, and he reads from there. He's good at that. Basically brings that four-point guard lineup. Out. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> subtle, subtle four-guard lineup. Okay, if there's one thing I know how to do, it's miss a free throw. It's a tough one. Dennis? No. Hami? When you hear her, it is, you'll be like, oh. Chris? No. Ga no, not can't be Gallo. Gallo. You can't say that. I'm trying to think. It might be I'm trying to think of who missed a big free throw. Steven? Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Yep. It was in December after you guys beat Chicago, and there was a couple of free, oh, free yes, throws down yes, the stretch. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. He missed one and ticked it up. Game. Yeah, it was. It was a little wild. And he said, there's one thing I know how to do well. Because they were asking if he, he missed, missed it and tipped purpose. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just miss a free throw. You really should have gone with the accent. That would have been a dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. would have butchered it. <laughs> this was, uh, well, I can't tell you who it was. Or, or actually, I can't tell you who he was referring to. But my mindset was not to foul, but that didn't work early. I had happy hands. Ferg. Yeah. <laughs> Does he say that a lot? No, just for, for it gets in foul trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's usually guarding the best player, so it makes sense. That makes it, sense. It happens. Can you maybe put in perspective how hard of a job that is for a guy like him to, I mean, that's his focus all game long, um, and yeah. how draining that might be? Um, it's a lot of hard work, especially in today's NBA. Um, guards are, have the ball 90% of the game and are running around screens, if not on the ball, and they're running around screens off the ball. Um, and the caliber of players he guards, especially in our conference, 
is, is ridiculous. And everyone says that the NBA is a, a point guard, a guard-dominated league, and it is, and he just happens to, to guard the best best guards every night. I guess it's good that you guys have three point guards then. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Comes in handy a little bit. All right, here we go. All right, this is the last one. The, I'll be surprised if you don't get this one. He's a hell of a player. End of quote. He's a hell of a player? Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised if I don't get this one? Or get it? Don't get it. Maybe not. Yeah. So many people could just say that. He's a hell of a player. I think Shay doesn't transcribe as much audio as <laughs> we do not. during post-game interviews. <laughs> I have to a give feeling. give you a little credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Muskie? Use the accent for this one. <laughs> oh, shoot. How do I do this? He's a, he's a hell of a player. Say it again? He's a hell of a player. Well done. Yo, I'm tripping. I don't know who that is. He's an international player. Dennis. Yep. Yes. Dennis. You probably don't know this. Dennis says it a lot? Every single, every... Every single interview. It's really? amazing. Yeah, you ask him about any of his teammates. You ask him about somebody from the opposing team. He's <laughs> not in there at any point. Nah, he's oh, a he's a hell of a player. player. <laughs> yeah. He's a hell of a hell of play for a hell of a player. <laughs> that was pretty good. That does sound like Dennis when I think about it now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now you're going to notice it more often yeah. in those post-game <laughs> media scrums. So one of the big headlines for this team throughout the whole season is the three-guard lineup. You don't see it very often, and you're literally in the mix of it. What has that been like for you coming into this new team and being a part of this system that nobody has really kind of seen before? Yeah, um, it's different having two guys play alongside me that can play on the ball with such a high um, efficiency rate um, and, and do it so many games. Um, and it, it makes makes things easier for, for myself, and I think we all do that for each other. Um, and a lot of teams have maybe one uh, lockdown defender, or two at most lockdown defenders, but not many teams have three at the guard position. Um, and that's where we give teams, give teams habit. Was it a tough adjustment for, I mean, all three of you guys to kind of figure out what worked best in terms of like sharing the ball or just, you know, finding what works for each other? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and with three of us out there, three of us playing, one of us is on it and two of us are off of it. Um, and that's a little bit of an adjustment. Uh, I think I can say for all of us, uh, when one's on, two being off and, and playing like that. But we, we know we have to sacrifice for the better of this team and I think we've done so uh, at, a, at a good good job at this point in the season. It seems to me, besides zone, there's like three ways that you guys get guarded throughout the season. Either teams are switching, teams are trapping, or, or they're playing in a, a drop coverage. Does it? Can you maybe explain why, with the three guards that you guys have, you're able to sort of beat each one of those those types of defenses? If teams switch, it's a bigger guy, and it's a lot of that is uh, Gallo. Uh, not in obviously the three guard lineup, but when teams switch smaller guys on him, he scores in the post so effortlessly um, that they have to often to oftentimes send double teams and then leave someone open and then we play from there. Um, but in terms of drop coverage, um, Chris and Dennis obviously shoot the mid range shot at a very high clip. Um, and then if you trap, you can't really trap because we just get around the big and both all of us play downhill. Um, so it's, I would say it's pretty hard to guard. You even score against the bigs when they're in drop coverage, just because you somehow find ways to get around them. How do you how do you do that? Um, a lot of practice. Um, 
a lot of a lot of working on angles and things like that. Um, with obviously with bigger guys and and guys that are really good at, at protecting the rim and altering shots, you have to find ways to to get around them and and shoot shots that kind of seem unorthodox or seem off timing, but they work for me. Were you always like really good at like geometry or at like at pool? Like under you know, it seems like you just have this innate understanding of angles. Um, I was good at pool when I was younger. I used to play a lot. Um, got away a little bit from it. What were some of the growing pains of just kind of figuring each other out? I mean, you guys were all primary point guards for teams at one point. What was, you know, some of the hardest parts of, you know, coming together and making this work really well? Yeah, just figuring out how to play without the ball so much um, and still being effective. That, I would say, is the hardest part. And it's something, I wouldn't say it's hard, it's just new. Um, it's something you got to get adjusted to quickly, especially in this league. Um, season goes by so fast and you don't really have time to, it's different in college. You'd have a week to practice something, you, you know what I mean? Um, but in this league, you play every other day and you got to figure it out on the fly. You know who else was at All-Star Weekend? It was Rumble the Bison, and you'll get your chance to meet our All-Star mascot on Saturday, March 14th at Main Event at 9 a.m. Be sure to purchase your tickets online at okcthunder.com recess. Take pictures, play games, enter for fun, exclusive giveaways. You're not going to want to miss this. Get your tickets today. Here at the Thunder, we like to keep the main thing the main thing, and we're going to send it over to our guest, Shay. Shay, what's our what's our main thing? Um, right now, just taking care of my body um, and just trying to get better um, every day, whether it be watching film, um, getting some shots up without doing too much, obviously. But yeah, just getting better every day and, and preparing myself for the long run. You mentioned this a little bit. The NBA season is so much different than college. Like you said, you don't have a week to recover from games. So you're coming off of this all-star break. How valuable is that time for you and your body in this point of the season, 55 games in? Yeah, it's very important. You play so much. You get used to it, obviously. But you feel different after even a three-day break. You just feel so much more rested um, and feel better all around. Um, and then just maintaining that throughout the last stretch of the season is big. Shay, I think you played all 82 in your rookie year, so you get this. You know what it feels like. But your number spiked at the back half of your freshman year at Kentucky. Your number spiked at the end of the season, your first year with the Clippers. What, in your experience, is the way to be peaking at the right time of the year? Because um, you, you've clearly shown the ability to do that. Yeah, um, just doing whatever it takes, I think. Um, getting an ice bath as much as possible, getting massages after practice, um, and just wanting to be better. I think for me personally, I get addicted to, to the feeling of getting better um, and willing to do whatever it takes. How about as a team as well? I mean, I know each guy can individually keep themselves and their bodies in their best possible condition, but what about as a team in terms of peaking? I think just staying together would be the biggest thing. Um, obviously, the ups and downs of the NBA season, you know, the travel, the fatigue, and everything. Um, but when we stay together, that's when we're at our best. Um, and I think no matter the circumstances, we'll be fine. It's time for Made You Look. And what made all of us look as a podcast crew was Chris Paul's dunk in the NBA All Star game. I'm sure you saw it, I'm sure you heard all about it. The lead oh, Paul oh. Said it. Chris Paul showing his hops. <laughs> at, at 35. Okay. Were you surprised? 
Yeah, um, I actually texted him right after the dunk, and I know he didn't have his phone, but I knew he'd see it after the game. I was super surprised, but I knew Chris Chris was capable, but I just didn't know if he would, would have the opportunity to pull it up, but he did, and I'm, I'm surprised. Steven mentioned that he does that sometimes in practice, so like he knew that she, that Chris could do it. I mean, but did you ever expect that he would do that in an All-Star game? He... Honestly, I didn't. I didn't expect him to, to to get up like that and dunk it with two hands. Usually, it's a struggle with the one hand. Um, but yeah, he pulled it out and proved a lot of people wrong. Chris said afterwards that it has to be an absolutely perfect pass for for that to actually work out. Right. If you guys were in a scenario uh-huh. where you, for some reason, you were throwing Chris an alley oop, uh-huh. who would be the player on the team that you would trust to actually make that pass? That'll be from Nerlens from the quotes we've got. So <laughs> um, you can choose yourself. No, nah, I don't choose myself. My passes are never that perfect. I would say Dennis, the next point guard. It has to be. And Dennis has to throw a perfect, perfect, perfect pass. He made it look effortless, too. I was yeah, like, he did. if I expected Chris to dunk, I didn't expect him to get that up and make it look easy. But yeah, You did. see how he pulled himself all the way yeah. up on the rim, yeah. too? Yeah. <laughs> Chris has been holding out on us, man. We've come to that point in the podcast where we want to bless your timeline. And Shay, from anything from the All-Star Weekend, has anything just blessed your timeline? Hmm. Even outside of All-Star Weekend. We won't just limit it to All-Star. Chris threw a, a surprise party for his wife in the Bahamas. Wow, during the weekend? Yeah. That nice. Was, that was my heart. Gave me a little ideas for the future. Okay. Taking notes. Taking notes from the vet. (laughs) Always learning. That's awesome. One thing we thought was just pretty special, and I'm sure you did too, was you getting to share All-Star Weekend with Nikhil, and, you know, he might be in the Rising Stars game again next year, but you won't. So, you know, what was that weekend like being able to to be there together? Yeah, um, it was a crazy, crazy opportunity. Um, and something we dreamed about for so long, and, and to see it come true was was amazing. And so that I can't really describe. Um, but yeah, I think I can speak for the both of us. We're just just blessed to be an opportunity and thankful. Do you guys get to do anything off court together, or you know, spend time, go out to meals, or mm-hmm. was the schedule so busy that you couldn't make that happen? Oh uh, yeah, we went to eat uh, after the game, um, and then we did a few appearances together, a few meet and greets together. So we got some time to spend together. This is a big year for you guys. You guys played against each other for the first time earlier this year, and then now you guys are playing on the same team at, on All-Star Weekend. I mean, that's just such a big a big year for the Cousins. Yeah, um, it all has happened so quick for us, so fast. Um, it's kind of hard to sit back and soak it in um, and really, really realize what just happened. I think we'll get a little bit more time to do that in the summer. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, it was super fun. Um, and like I said, we're just blessed and thankful. More of that to come for you guys, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Shay, we want to thank you so much for being on our podcast today. It was super fun getting to hear your inside look into All-Star and this team as well. So thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Shay. And we want to thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much to our producers. And until next time, thunder up and catch you later.